turntable and then the receiver. Right over there, George? Um, yeah, yeah. The black receiver. On the left on the left side is a power button. You can just thank you. reposition it so everybody can get a little bit of a benefit from it. You can move that CRC yeah, a little that's cool. bit. Yeah. And then that light, you may or may not want it. And let me see, I had a couple cheat sheets myself. Look at this shit. Alright. Thank you guys. Ed, the fans right behind you. <laughs> There's no escaping. <laughs> There's no windows. <laughs> Sure, sure. All right, Eve, we'll do a little audio check. Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. You guys go ahead. Go ahead. I'll get last. Testing, Charles? testing. Speak. Testing, testing. Joe's testing. anybody for union? Joe's anybody for union? You hear me? Keep talking. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Predator 6.5 pop-up. Pop-up. <laughs> Small block. The Predator 6.5. Check 1, 2. How's that? 212 CC. 212 CC. Standard, Standard bore. KK105. No. No one's 3-inch bore. 3-inch whores. We're not letting them in. Two inches. Oh. Fuck. Alright, Ed, eat your microphone. Everybody says we can't hear Evil Ed, so you've got the same fucking audio system I do. If you can't hear him, you ain't talking in the microphone. Testing, Get testing. Get right in there, Ed. Testing. Just like your old girlfriend. Get right Ooh. in there. Right. Talking, Ed. Hey, are we on Facebook Live yet? Testing, testing. I, Emmanuel? We're testing. Not, we are? Yeah, but we're only showing the logo. Good. Testing, testing. testing. They can't hear us, can, can they? Can you hear me? I don't think so. They can't hear us? I don't want them to be. It's got to give me a heads up on that. All right, so we're hot. Mics are hot. Thanks for that. Keep talking. 212 for Predator. Build up. Charles, you're from Tuscaloosa, the son of a white couple. I know it's been a problem. Tap your microphone. Yeah, tap it fast. One, two. You hear me? Hi, I'm Joe, and I'm an alcoholic. Um, thank you, you Joe. Check, check, check. You hear me? Check, check. I can hear you. You still can hear me, Joe, can't you? Can you? Can hear you. Yep. Predator, you hear me? I am okay. a machine. Oh, your voice still going? Yeah. Testing, testing. How about you, Brian? Looking testing. good up there. See, so you have your better half next to you. You need more yeah, airflow. Right. CFM. We do. Um, <laughs> You're going to talk about numbers more for real, CFM, CFM. <laughs> They wouldn't understand it. I can't even talk about this stuff. No, I don't think we should. Sure. No. <laughs> billet rods. Billet rods. One yeah. package this. Billet flywheels. Stage two. All right. You ready? No. I ain't nowhere. We're, we're not going to do this thing tonight, are we? Yeah, I'm going to talk about the little grudge, the little grudge thing, too. You need that light? Grudge thing. Yeah, with Solo and, and uh, George. GTs and F and B are solo enjoyed. <laughs> That'd probably be better. But well, who is? We're gonna be neat. But it's you though.
Hey everybody, welcome to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. It's our second podcast ed of 2017. I'm sweating already. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I stopped counting ten guys in a cramped garage, and it's 95 friggin' degrees. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Yay. It's good to be here. All right. Well, we have a, we're going to do something a little different this time. Uh, it's nice to chat. In fact, we're going to keep doing that because that's really the cool part, getting together and talking. We're all doing that earlier, right? How was the barbecue? Oh, it was good. Huh? It was great. We had, we had a barbecue. Yeah. I made a pork barbecue, a 10-pounder. I didn't screw it up. It was pretty damn good, I may yeah. say. Yeah, it was. It was good. Um, the coleslaw was marginal. The fries were all right. But you guys got here. Thank you for coming up. I'm surrounded by uh, the elite of the West Coast mini bike scene, Okay. We were doing some math, and collectively we've got about 350 years of total experience working on these friggin' rigid frame death traps. How about that? Really? That's, that's, yeah. that, that's, that's the enormity of the time and the experience that we've had with these little mini bikes. So obviously we're really into them, right? Right. And uh, what I wanted to do was uh, take a second to introduce everybody. Uh, obviously I'm here with my co-host, Evil Ed. Eddie, Howdy. what's happening, brother? Howdy. You doing all right? Thanks for inviting me again. Well, you're, you know, you're always a, yeah, you're the co-host, I, so it's I'm like kind of automatic, make, right? Sound, All right. So you're the last one here. Everybody's well, friggin' worrying. Has to work for a living, you know. You can't just work on minibikes all day. Well, <laughs> some of us do do that professionally, right? Yeah. But TMZ's calling. Where's Ed? It's like, well, I got a full house. Ed may not show up. Well, if Ed's not coming, we don't want to come over. So all this celebrity bullshit I've got to deal with now. It's unanimous from all the posts. They like you more than me. We're going to change it to Ed's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Good idea. Or Charles. I think Charles If Charles probably, they like him better than me anyways. But Ed's here. You've been doing all right? Yeah. Yeah. You look good. Thanks. What's up with the gas monkey stuff? I thought you didn't like those dudes. No, they're all right. We got a roadkill though, man. I yeah. wear anything that's free. All right. Well, speaking of, uh, where's your free shirt? Oh, I don't know what happened to you. All right. We got a, we got a free shirt for oh, Ed. All right. Let's look. You know, we got a we got a strong West Coast scene. I mean, that's where it's at, right? But Detroit, they're holding tight. Don't be afraid of Detroit. So yeah. Kalman Carisi, I believe I'm not pronouncing his name incorrectly, he won the uh, top mini drag bike at the recent Detroit Autorama, which is pretty cool because that Autorama Ooh, is prestigious. Uh, Kalman Carisi, he builds drag bikes. Thank hmm. you, Kalman Carisi. Um, I'll send you his, his uh, Facebook uh, information. He's a really I cool guy. I don't know if I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he knows you. But, he do? <laughs> yeah, he didn't have a shirt big enough, but he's cool. going to send some. Ed got a shirt from <laughs> Calvin. Right I got this one. And uh, he's, he's a cool guy. He's representing, you know, got Myron out there. Everybody knows Myron. I know Bailey. Myron. Everybody knows Myron. Well, yeah. You're, uh, so they're doing their deal out there. They're riding the bikes in the snow and all that shit. So while we're uh, here in shorts, they're Freezing. Stella. Stella's like uh, 20 inches of snow over there. Um, we wanted to do something a little different, as I said. And here's what it's going to entail we're going to take a brand new predator 6.5 horsepower it's a 212 cc overhead valve engine that we bought for like 99 dollars on a good day they'll friggin pay you 99 dollars to take this engine okay and that's why we're using it because the days of being able to go buy a tecumseh or a briggs and stratton or a clinton guys those old school vintage motors it's like go find an original 340 engine Go find an original 440. Go find a 396. They're out there, but they're tough. That's what's happening there. So now what do you do? You go the this line. No harm, no foul. Harbor Freight. 
Harbor Freight. Harbor Freight, you can, you, one of the many places, but yeah, Harbor Freight's where we go. Um, get a coupon online, really it's 99 bucks. So knowing how important the engine is to the whole mini bike deal, Ed and I talked, I talked to Charles, talked to Brian, talked to the guys, said let's, let's, let's assume that the guy's got his roller. The first thing he needs to do is tend to his engine. Go spend 100 bucks, get the engine, and you're not gonna put that in your bike. And I wanted to assemble these pros to tell you not only how to get it out of that box, which is a pain in the ass on its own, and how to buy it, but how to take it through the different stages. Stage one. Stage two. Stage three. Some of those parts are laid out in front of me as we progress. Ultimately, at the end of the podcast, this engine's going to fire up in somewhat of a stage three format. So I enlisted a gentleman that shouldn't be... I guess a surprise having him on for this particular style show. It's Charles Mini Drag Bike. Uh, Charles has been a part of the podcast and a part of my mini bike world since I started. Uh, we had to have him here. Charles is going to lend some of his expertise on the engine build itself. George from GT, he's going to be doing all the wrenching. George is the quiet guy that does all the stuff that needs to get done. He also does this professionally. And if you'd like to get it done, you can find out more about how to get a hold of George. We also were flanked by Brian Franquez along with his brother Frank from F&B. As you guys know, uh, these guys have made uh, their name in the mini bike world for a pretty damn long time as well. They've been running around as long as Charles and Ed has. Um, Brian and Frank came over not only to lend their expertise on the pipes that they manufacture, but also their expertise in terms of hopping up the engine. When we got the engine, that was one phone call and one check. Then we needed all the good stuff. We needed the parts. And that was pretty easy fix too. Picked up the phone. After talk to Charles, we got a list of all the products we need. We made one phone call, and I'm happy to say that our man joining us here, uh, Tim Iskey from hey. Small Engine Cams. Right Tim. And with the exception <laughs> of a exception couple of items, one of them was the head that was personally redone by George. But all the other parts, minus the pipe and the head, these are all available uh, at Small Engine Cams go online and check them out uh, and we've got some really cool parts so that's what we're gonna do so I'm gonna shut up but let me introduce these guys again Charles mini drag bike Mosley to my right George uh, is it GT or GT hobbies, hobbies. great um, Brian uh, Frank as well from F&B everybody knows we just mentioned uh, Tim from Miski thank you guys for joining us here essentially here's how it's gonna work we're gonna unbox this engine and as we start to disassemble the engine, which you need to do to kind of get things going, we're going to invite you to uh, send in some questions as well as, um, if you'd like, comments. Just send them all to the Facebook page. We'll be reading those intermittently. You know, one of the first things that we heard about was um, when you buy one of these engines, you know, there's a certain progression that you see in the different stage one, stage two, stage three, and stage four upgrades. So right now we've got a standard Predator 6.5 right out of the box. Uh, what's, what's some of the first things that George is going to do up there, Charles? Well, the first thing everybody does, normally they might run the engine bone stock, then they take the governor out, right? And normally the first thing they do is put a pipe on, right? But sometimes the carburetor may need to be rejetted when you put the pipe on because it's not getting enough heat into the engine and it might run lean or whatever else, but you may reject the car, put an exhaust pipe on, and take the governor out. So would you say that 
eighty percent of the time you're gonna have you're gonna have to rejet that carb. Yes, it's, it's especially in California. They have these emission laws where everything is built to run lean. Okay, you know, so if you take off this stock air filter element, it's gonna run lean. So you, you have know? to worry. Then you have to change the jetting. Yeah, and then you end up putting on like a little aftermarket. So, uh, so this these two products up here really, although we brought a finished stage three pipe. Because ultimately that's where we're going to end up. And for the sake of time, we didn't bring a stage one pipe and then a stage two or three, for example. We went right to the stage three. But the first thing you would do is you would take a like a shortened version of this as a stage one, for example. Right, yeah. Charles? This one here is like, a, the, the good thing about this pipe is like universal. The bending on it is made where it fits pretty much any mini bike frame. Unlike the drag version where it might hit the frame, but this one here is like universal. Hey, That's Brian, considering it. that you guys manufacture those, if you don't mind, Charles, hand that over to Brian. I know that the pipes come in a variety of not only different shapes and <clears> stages, <throat> but also some different finishes. Tell the guys a little bit about those while we're disassembling the engine, would you? Well, uh, the first is the raw finish, obviously. Then we offer a brush finish and then a chrome version also. What's the most popular? The raw, I would think. You know, oh, yeah. we're kind of a frugal group, aren't we, for the oh, most yeah. part? And then you get some custom jobs that want the chrome. Yeah, and the majority right. want race pipes, you know. Uh, your brother, uh, Frank, was uh, educating me earlier. Mm -hmm. And despite this stage one, stage two, stage three, uh, what we had talked about is that it, it really, the stage one is really the stubby that replaces your stock exhaust. But really, there's it, it, not a stage two as much as you progress to the stage three. Why is that? Talk to us a little bit about that. Um... Stage one for me is, uh, for, I don't know, for me, stage three is stage one. Gotcha. So, I, I don't, honestly, I don't even really, I mean, I will build motors like that for people if they ask, but, you know, personal stuff is, I just start, start right, for, right from the max if I can. Yeah, and, but you're a little bit more performance-minded, and as a result, I can kind of see that. There's going to be some guys who just want to take off that stock muffler, just maybe just for the looks alone and, and go for a, a stage one, right? Yeah. Um, so you're so if I so. Jump in there, if I jump in there on that, the stage one effectively is going to go right along with what, what we're running as a stage one on the engine here. Bone stock. Most people want yeah. to do is pretty much bone stock. They put on a stage one header just to get a little bit more increased performance, less back pressure. You jet the carburetor, and it will pick up power. Then obviously the next stage two, you want to go to a bigger pipe because you're going to put in bigger valves and whatnots in the engine. So. That's the reason for running the different stages, because not everybody jumps right to a stage three. Sure. You know, build. Charles, in this stage one, where we're, um, and again, for the sake of time, we will remove the governor. We we won't do it in this particular build. Um, when you're doing that stage one, what kind of horsepower oh, changes this, this do you think the, you can see? Because this claims six pipe and a half. is the biggest boat on for a stage one. You gain. At least one and a half just from that. Then reset the car. Maybe two horsepower okay. over the stop. So your stage one is going to be a couple more horsepower. Now you're kind of floating around eight and a half horsepower, right? Yeah. Which isn't too bad. All right. That's normally good for your neighborhood. See, what I was telling them earlier, we normally, people like start feeling that they're the fastest. You normally feel you fast, right? And you ride in your neighborhood and beat other kids at stock. But then you say, well, I want to go to the races. And that's normally how, when you go to the races, you're like, man, I'm, damn, these dudes is way faster than me. And so you start saying, I don't even like riding my bike. You actually don't even, you ride your bike the first time and everybody's zooming around you. You kind of like put your bike to the side and just watch. 
you know, and they said, man, I need to go a little faster. But normally, the kids, or if they're kids, you know, they don't have the budget, so they may go to stage two, you know. Get stuff a little bit at a time, build a rod, maybe maybe get a carb. Carbon and intake is normally the next thing. Yeah, so know? the stage two. Yeah. Some, some people don't like to get the flywheel because the flywheel don't necessarily make you that much faster, but it's a safety reason why you get that. You have to get billet rod and carburetor on. Okay. You know, that would probably be in, like, stage two. Well, um, I'm glad you clarified that because I thought that we, the billet rod, as well as the modified head that uh, George uh, performed, that that was stage three. I didn't realize. No, the flywheel would go in stage three. Cause okay, great. Normally, you can get away with not making too much power with a, with a billet flywheel, but Got it. they have to get billet rod. So then our stage That's two, uh, in fact, this would be a part of our stage one. We went yeah. with a green filter. Green filter, I noticed a lot of green filters on the cats when I went out to Paul's mini bike event out there. I don't know what it was, and I happen to be uh, friends with these guys from green filter, and I know there's a lot of other popular filters out there. We had some earlier uh, unit filters, one, like obviously K&N. Uh, yeah. The green filters was getting a lot of uh, good exposure. And I, I've been using those with some success. That would be they was part of real our early... known on the Briggs. Yeah, the World Formula were, filters. The World Formula. Yeah. They was like legal for the World Formula class racing, which is Briggs and Stratton. Yes, like fifteen. They are affinity partners with Briggs and Stratton, which is a pretty nice little association there. They also, you know, many people say, "Well, I don't like green." It's like they don't. They come in different yeah. colors. The whole so everybody silver knows. and yeah. then they green. Yeah. Um, so then our, um, I guess for our, as we. How are we making out over there, George? We'll bust it all the way down. Yeah, we, we kind of figured that maybe from beginning to end, it would probably take us about an hour or so as we chatted. Yeah. Um, one of the questions that we had earlier uh, had to do with um, once these engines are built, how do you power them? And, you know, most of the time we throw on a little clutch. Uh, a lot of other cases we use torque converters. Uh, we had a, a question that came in. From a local guy. In fact, he's a gentleman that I may have turned you on to, George. He wants to get his uh, Titan engine drag bike uh, going. His name is uh, Jack Boyd. And I'm not sure if he mentioned you or not. Everybody seems to have known of you. But Jack Boyd asks what we think about torque converters on a 6.5 application. Like I used one on this Briggs. Dave Miller, uh, who was here with us on the last podcast, yeah. He, he he loves torque converters. That's the first yeah. thing he'll tell you. Uh, what are your opinions, guys, about a torque converter application versus a centrifugal clutch style arrangement, which is probably a little bit more common, right? You want to talk about it? Yeah. Well, let's mean, go, Brian. I, I think it really depends on what you plan on doing, you know, as far as which clutch you're going to run, I'm saying. You know, so if it's going to be for a drag purpose, I'd run a torque converter. This engine, when we're done with this engine... What is your feeling about using a torque converter application versus a clutch? I run a clutch on it. Why? Uh, it's not going to be uh, like a, you know, I guess race ready motor. Say, I mean, it'll be it'll be durable, it'll be a good little hot rod, but. So maybe know. it doesn't need a torque converter. Maybe the engine size is. What are you guys running now? I heard someone say that they're going to go back to the shoe, shoe uh, clutches. Because they don't like the disc clutches anymore? I don't know. The disc clutches are fun. If you, if you plan on running like long distance, yeah. you don't like running no disc clutch. I did that on Father's Day before, and it keeps snapping. Those manual clutches yeah, yeah, that, are, that just yeah, popped yeah. out? 
Oh yeah, uh, D, D, D had one. Uh, yeah, D, I, yeah, I heard a little bit about this. Yeah. We wouldn't run that application on a six point five. You could. Would I you? think that would be you good on here. Yeah, yeah, I think he had one on, but he. I don't know if he liked him or not. I don't. I, I know I didn't like him. I don't know. Charles, what's your feeling about the torque converters versus like a, a standard? Well, it depends too, because I seen those guys. They like to go ride in the dirt, climb hills, and all that type of stuff, and they might have big tires. See, like to move a tire like this. Yeah, yeah torque converter. You need torque okay. converter. So, so, so then if I but could this then. this little tire right here, you'd be good with So tire size could be uh, one of the big things in yeah. addition to if your, your power plant. Right here, if you're on the street pavement with this little tire, you only need a clutch. But if you trying to move a tire like this, a or you ride in the dirt, normally with dirt you have a big tire also. Jack, I think the answer to your one. question is that really depending on, which would seem only normal or insensible, that your application and and whether you're going to be really using this thing on the street or off-road, if it's a big tire application, go torque converter. Yeah. If it's a small street application that, that really you can categorize the 6.5, you're probably better off with the clutch. That's a good question. The, those manual clutches I was talking about, those things just popped off, and, you know, D-Racer, you had to get it as soon as he could. I'd love to get one, but I just, I'm worried about other things and worry about shifting this thing, especially now with suicide breaks and oh, yeah. everything else. There's too much shit to worry about. I just want to, I don't want to kill myself. Hey, Tim, you have any final comments about uh, torque converters versus uh, clutches? Uh, I've never actually done one with torque converters, but, uh, you know, kind of understand. They, they are a good, uh, good choice for certain things. Yeah, I, I, I hadn't ever had one until this bike was put together and Jake well, used that application. you have to clarify. You know, they have stock mild torque converters yeah, for these see things. Those on stock they have full drag race torque yeah. converters, you know. Yeah. But they cost so much money, yeah. you know, that you don't really want to get one of those. But they're real good for eighth mile drag racing if you got a, you know, a super expensive drag race torque converter. But as far as just the street, what do they cost? Like $130? The regular TAV30? Yeah, those yeah. are online. Yeah, yeah I looked at those too. TAV2s, those are... Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, Jack, thanks for uh, sending in that question. As a result, you're going to win a, a $50 coupon from uh, GoPowerSports.com. Nice. Um, they uh, were involved uh, giving away some stuff uh, last show as well. Thanks. We'll send an email to you, Jack, with some of that, uh, some of the details on that. So, Charles, uh, Brian, how are we making out here with uh, the breakdown? Looks like he's moving along pretty yeah. good. We got the shroud <laughs> off. We've got the uh, tank off. We've got that air filter off. And... Now we're going to start uh, disassembling the stock flywheel. Yeah. And uh, what was your first time building one of these Predators? You're a traditional Tecumseh Briggs guy, yeah, you know? I, yeah, I, I built like Briggs stuff. Briggs and oh, Tecumseh yeah. Little Motors. Uh, Ed and I were talking. You know, My I was, friend J.D. built me a motor out of the six and a half. It was it, pretty nice. Uh, shout out to JD. Texas now? Is that yeah, where he is? JD's in yeah. Texas. Good. Went out, went He's out becoming there, a huh? chef now. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> is he? Everything he posts is food. Oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah, he me too, man. He's doing in the kitchen, that guy. Um, some barbecue. I wanted to take a second to um, to recognize some of those folks back on the East Coast who are dealing with that uh, <laughs> that storm, Stella. It's bad, man. It's like, I like literally. It was. It was supposed to be like. No, Charles, like uh, my niece. Never heard about it. Uh, and my sister in law sent a video. They walked outside of their house, which was a fetal on its own, getting out of the house. But when they did, the cars are literally covered up. You cannot see the fucking cars. Damn. Three, four feet. Now, I lived there in the late 60s, and I remember it being so bad that I was my mom threw me out of the kitchen window into the snow. There was no getting out for a while. But it, 
it seems like those were days long, long, long ago, but they're here again. Yeah, for them. And uh, it's it's for a sure. task, but everybody got a snow day. And uh, if if you're freezing your ass off over there, get close to the heater and uh, keep listening to the podcast. Oh, uh, thanks for joining us, all my friends back there, uh, and all my uh, my favorite Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast listeners, the two of you that are out there. So, Ed, yeah, you're more traditional, and, and I was too. I was more Briggs and Stratton. Yeah. Uh, you, you talked to some young kid today about a mini bike engine. The first thing you're going to do is talk to you about going to Harbor Freight and getting a Predator, right? Now, yeah. Yeah. Those engines are, yeah. like, slow. Well, I mean, these to reg- regular Tecumseh and Briggs, is they're slow. If you want to go fast, you got to buy a it's Predator. It's true. You know, as good of a job that Jake did with my 5-horsepower uh, D-Racer, yeah. he had his built 6.5, and, and it, was, it was like night and day. But, again... Get a little bit older, got a whole different agenda. Now our agenda, like I talked to Frank, it's like, we just want to go out there and just be able to pull start it. Yeah. Just go. Yeah. I don't have to be the fastest or the quickest. I just want to, every time I pull it, it starts, and I just go, and I put the brake on, it stops. That's all I want at this point. Stage two. So, um, (laughs) oh, making some progress over there, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so we, um, in terms of tools, mostly all metric stuff for this for these predators, right? Yeah, 10 millimeter, 12 millimeter, 8 millimeter. Any special tools that you're going to need outside yeah, of this? Yeah, that's why I had to bring that special tool for the rod. It's like a 12 point quarter inch. Show us that. I can't even see it. The rod right there. Oh, oh I thought you made a special tool. Yeah, where yeah. is that special tool that you're talking about? Is it already it's in there? In my Oh, okay. Whatever down there. So you may need a, uh, some uh, special tools like that one. Any other special tools the guys need to do this style of uh, a build up on a predator? No, that's the other one. You yeah. know, that's the main one right there because that's an oddball. Now, talk to us a little know. bit about that tool, Charles. What, what, what's so special about it? What does it do? ARC make it 12 okay. point. Well, you have to use another 12 point, and it's quarter inch. It's so little. And then they already be torqued. You can't just get this thing. Tim off. offers those. They already torqued the specs. Yeah, like all this stuff. Uh, foot pounds. Yeah. I mean, no, 175 inch pounds. Inch pounds. So, Charles, yeah. when it came to the parts, it was like, okay, quick, we need to get a list to Tim. Like, you, you didn't even think twice. Why is it that he's such an automatic go-to for you? Well, you know, I've been knowing Tim longer than everybody now, you know. He know what, he stocked the right stuff. You know, so he, he so not only because you love him, but he's got it, right? Yeah. He had everything. Even when we called him last minute. Oh, oh I need a carburetor. Oh, oh, by the way, you got a single stage. He's like, single stage? We ain't here. <laughs> um, yeah. He had everything. Uh, Tim, yeah. I know that... Um, you particularly are aware of everything here, again, minus the head and the pipe. As we assemble some of these products that you have, what's, what am I going to spend if I go through, if I call you up and I assemble a list of parts like this? Like, what am I spending? Am I spending 500 bucks? Am I spending 800 bucks? Am I spending, what am I spending? Oh, yeah, for, you know, 500 bucks. Yeah, pretty, how cool. Yeah. It seems like the $100 cost for the engine is like just the, the cover charge, right? Go in here for another five, and now what else we got to do? We got to put some cables, some rubber, some wheels, yeah. a seat. So we're we can this route. Now, what if somebody wanted to go grab an F and B frame? Yeah, you know, let's talk a little bit about those. Somebody wanted to pick up an F and B frame. What what do we have available for those guys? And what are some of the price points there? Starting price points basically, the frames are about two hundred and fifty bucks. Wow. Frame and forks. Um, type setup, and then all the options are unlimited to what you can do with them. You can go a simple, traditional, um, you know, bolt-type type axle to a live axle, disc brakes, anything you want. 
So Brian's orange bike was the one I fell in love with. It, it yeah, that one came out nice. The different power levels. That's what I like. They have like the stock, and if you're trying to drag a race with a lot of power, then they have a full drag bike, which is, you know, yeah, it's hard extreme. for it's hard for people that never really did that stuff to understand what it is. But most people think they can just get like a giant powerful engine and just bolt it on a regular frame. <laughs> And they do. It's not going to work. <laughs> well, yes, they do. You have the Internet to prove that. Just so you know, guys, um, that wasn't the uh, uh, the torque wrench or the, the compressor. That was Emmanuel. Emmanuel has been battling, like, some some real – in fact, it's, we're lucky to have him here today. He's been battling this for, like, a month. So, E, thanks for, for being a trooper and hanging in there with us. Um, wow, we made some progress over there. So, uh, Brian and Frank – Knowing the type of engine that we're building, building here, here, what, what bike, bike? I know we can go from mild to wild. What frame would you recommend for a nice built 6.5 Predator setup? What, what frame or and small. kit would you offer? I would go with F&B small frame. Okay, it's called the small frame? Like yeah. my orange bike. And how much is that? Again, starting point is $250. Okay, on that bike, got it. Yeah, and, and depending on what you're going to do with it is really... What, where the price yeah, changes. The ride, if you just want to ride, put a mild built Predator yeah, or something in there. And have a scrub brake and just go? It's going to be just fine. Okay. Um, if you want to go drag racing, then I go to our, our next step up frame, which is our F&B large frame, because it's a lot longer wheelbase. Because when you put a lot of power in these engines and you try and take off with them, yeah, yeah. it will do a wheelie or flip on you. And Regardless if you want or not. Here who's ridden their mini bike, no, it doesn't take a lot to fall off. It no. could be 5, 10, yeah. 20 miles an hour. Well, it usually happens your first, your maiden voyage, too. You know, when you yeah. hit that throttle, we built that taco uh, with the 6.5. And we were just riding it up here when we were filming. I didn't have the helmet on, I'm embarrassed to say. But, yeah, you, you hit that throttle for the first time and you're not aware of what you've got. That thing goes. Yeah. And I'm sure this one will as well. Um, I think everybody failed before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know I failed. No, Tim almost failed. Tim well, he ain't riding enough he then. Fail, I fail. Yeah, yeah. Well, you I'm have to. Say, uh, well, we saw something recently, wasn't there? Um, D Racer showed me a video of uh, a guy recently that was uh, out running. I'm not sure if it was where we. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He got the wobbles. Uh, you know, you just felt for him. What's he got his name, the name, George. Yeah, poor Kelly. So uh, let's give him a shout out. Hope you're doing yeah, better, man, brother. Yes. Yeah. So the, look, the, the last one. So the last tournament, the other one. You don't want to tell a young guy like that anything, right? He's gonna make up his own mind. But I don't know if he was dressed right, if he was covered up, because he was he was raw. Yeah. He was raw in yeah. too many places. And I don't even know you, Kelly. That's his name. Yep. Dude, it's like you you see these things are. Yeah, gloves for sure. Um, Helmet and gloves. Big, big for sure. All right. So and and I tell you what, I have new helmets that Honda. Of Glendale gave me for the. They gave me so many helmets. What? They gave me so many helmets to give away at the show. I still have helmets. Really? I still have helmets. You know, sometimes they have like They're... some extra decals, or I definitely don't have any extra large shirts <laughs> <laughs> or extra extra large. But I, I have certain things that hold over. I have some helmets. So if you're in a bind and you ride and you're a good dude or a good gal, and what I mean by that is that you know if you are, if you're out fucking gangbanging and doing all that shit, I ain't giving you no helmet, right? If you're breaking yeah. in my my niece's houses, I ain't giving you. But if you're a good person and you can say that and you need a helmet, you call me up and I give you a free helmet from cool. Honda of Glendale. That's how yeah. much we want you to wear a helmet. Yeah, the you know, I, I don't know how many I have in there. If there's, if there's two or 20 of them in there, when I'm out, so are you. But just to make a point, 
In fact, before you buy the engine, get yourself a cheap helmet or any kind of helmet. It doesn't yeah. matter what kind of experience you have on the bike. Yep. No, I got a lot of experience. Of I saw some dude posing, though. I saw some guy posing with a hockey helmet on, though. It's like, don't do that. Yeah. You're, just, you're just tricking yourself. Um, how are we making out over there, George? He got it pretty much done. All right, good. So, um... Down. It looks like a pile of parts there, Charles. Uh -huh. What yeah. are we going to do with all this stuff? Because I like I still have all my takeoffs. Where are all the takeoffs for these In predators? In a box and you eventually you know, throw them away. Sake, California, <laughs> we go recycle. <laughs> so you just put them in a box. Like I tried it. I put a gas tank on Craigslist. I put a little camshaft in there. Yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> yeah. and then they'll flip them, yeah. Nobody, nobody calls. All right, so, so yeah. what do you do with it then? You just... You, do, does it go you like all those? You gotta recycle it to the scrap yard. Just you have to recycle in California. And it's huh. not. Yeah, so we, we take it to the scrap yard then. That's where we're gonna. There's nothing. Do you keep the bolts? You don't keep any. No. Nah, everything goes, huh? Especially plastic. So if we're throwing all this plastic. shit out of. Out, keep some out, hardware on them. If we're throwing all this stuff out that comes with it, what is it that we love about these engines then? Is it just the base, that, the, the, the core block that we yeah, get? The block, the head, the crank. Fact that it's 212cc instead right of a bat. 196. So Charles, show us what we really want out of the hundred dollars. It's really that case right there, right? I mean, when yeah, you, when it's all said in, like that's really your that's yeah. your ninety nine dollars when you really prank. get down to and it, right, guys? Say the head though. Later on, if you say, well, I maybe want to go to a stage five, <laughs> then you Whoa. maybe want to use one of these heads or something. So. That's not been talked about yet, though. Oh, oh see, well, that, oh, there you I'm go. We, we talked about stage. So hold on to the, hold on to the head. Yeah. All right. Well, you can hold on to the block. You can go stage six with the block. Oh Lord. It's, it's, oh, here we it's go. It's almost unlimited stages here. All right. So, but Until we. the block blow up, everything blow up. Now, uh, that's, 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 that's the bad stage right there. That's the problem. The bad stage when it blow up. You recall yeah. Ed when we had Dave on that he uh, is working with the uh, Go Kart USA guys. Right. And they use the Titan yeah, engines. Right. What do you know about those? Just another clone motor. Yeah, because they're all interchangeable from what I hear. making the same thing. Here's the one thing I heard about yeah. the Titans. Why well, I love them. Electric fucking start. Titans, uh, they're 6.5 base? It's, it's just like a Predator. Just well, well, they, you know, I haven't that, seen one that, yet. That is a great accessory. Huh? As long as the Go Kart USA sells. Yeah. Oh, really? I'll check it out. release that works correctly, that electric starter does not make enough torque to start it. Yeah, going to a stage two or three, you just gotta take the if you were to do that with a Titan motor, it's not starting with yes. that electric start. That's really... So obviously that's from experience, huh? Oh, yeah. So the electric starter option, the enticing option that you get, may come with a caveat that if you start to do what we're doing now, that electric starter may not actually function, or it may... You can, ah. you can call and discuss whatever cam options you can with Tim, because he'll let you know what he can and can't put a compression release on. Got it. Because you can't even pull start one of these engines if you don't have a compression release cam. Wow. So that's, and that's yeah. supposed to take it to a whole different world. This guy's like compression it's, release. It's like, no, no, no. I remember those from dirt bikes. I don't want that in my yeah. head. You can get them for uh, Indian motorcycles or Harley. Uh, yeah. They have a separate one you can buy, and you got to drill and tap your head. Yeah. I, I know mm -hmm. one, one guy sent me pictures of the chain. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty 
And it was, it was functional? Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. Where's the old box? You put it, yeah, it's yeah. right here. But sure. we're going to show probably what all the stuff, how it is all apart. Hey, Tim, um, back over here for a second here. Charles, tell us where we are now. Oh, it's all torn apart. That's what it was like. A, I don't know if you can't really get a view of the exploded view. It would be like an exploded view, how you would do Yeah, let's take a show everything. So this is total disassembled. All, all right, and now. Everything. Governor going. So, so then let's put in the box what we're not going to use. Let's clear up our little table, and we'll get this ready for our stage two. So gone with the air filter. Uh, our little plastic flywheel there. Our stock head. Our tank. The tanks I thought for sure would sell. Christ, I couldn't even sell my tank for this Predator. We'll make a frame oh, out of it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what... what uh, well, we got different tanks, too. Room. Yeah, okay. um, I've got some different tanks as well. I want to thank some of our sponsors. Uh, obviously, Brake Clean from CRC. We always have to have our Brake Clean and our uh, Power Lube. Uh, yeah. Pioneer car that audio. cleaning stuff worked good too. Like it? <laughs> yeah. What did you use really it on? Good. On his uh, heads, I was using. Yeah. Man, it was dirty, but yeah, it, it came out real good. I uh, I used the, on the uh, head replacement too on that little six point five. It it works. I had oil that was on my stand that wouldn't come off, and man, I just shot that on there. We love CRC. It's the official um, brake parts cleaner of Roadkill. I want to thank the guys from Roadkill for giving us a little mention on uh, their. Uh, Facebook page today announcing the podcast. In fact, this is a current issue of Roadkill. Yeah, I think and uh, Alana. Uh, Alana went to school with uh, Emmanuel. She's a big mini bike advocate and a big fan. And uh, she has a nice article here on mini bikes. If you guys haven't had a chance to uh, get the current issue of Roadkill, so we're um, we're doing some final disassembly. Uh, you can see we've got this Predator 6.5 totally disassembled. We're going to go with a stage one uh, that would be the governor removal. Uh, again, we would put on a different pipe. We would uh, put on a different air filter system. Uh, as we morphed into stage two, uh, we progressed with uh, intake. Uh, this is a Makuni 22. Again, we got all this stuff from small engine cams. What else are we going to do in stage two? I know that... Um, I'm sorry. The rod, uh, yeah. rod, rod okay. has to go in. So yeah. this is uh, this is a billet rod as well. Why? Uh, tell everybody about the advantages of the billet rods, would you, Charles? And the bearings here. This is the first thing that breaks. It's like what, 6,500 RPM. Oh yeah. The stock rod will break on you, and it's like, well, now these are what? How much you sell these for? It's, uh, the Predator. Wow. Eighty-three. That's a good value. It's expensive. No, but, you know you got to have it. This is like a must. You know <laughs> it doesn't produce any extra power. That's why people don't like to buy stuff that don't give you any more power. But this actually allows you to make more power. It's yeah. the foundation, isn't it? You know? The building block. It's Plus, guess what? Yeah. yeah, Charles, and, and just if I can, the bearings make a look, big difference. Even if you don't own a mini bike, look how cool this thing is. Yeah. You should have yeah. this you just know, to have on your desk. People do when you they buy this on your shiny, desk. They take a picture of it and say, "Look, it's brand new and shiny." Especially them flywheels. Uh, Put them together. Even the head. That's how they do. Uh, they'd be so shiny. They'd be like, "Oh, look." Tim, at this when thing. you uh, when you supported the event, there you go. Or uh, yeah, when ready, you supported the event, you gave us uh, some camshafts to give away. When we took the camshaft, look at this. <laughs> we took the camshaft out of the bag. This was like a, a work of art, man. 
Tim grinds so for up all the you guys who, who again may not be into mini bike engines or mini bike builds, you've got to buy a mini bike camshaft and connect it on there too. Read it. Oh yeah, I, well, my eyes are. Worse I was than checking yours. it out. The custom the, grind, the lobes, <laughs> and, it's just cool stuff. At the ninety. Big Daddy Mamba. Oh, they. Oh, you know, JD had one on there, and they said something about JD. I had one grind. on mine. Too. That was yours. Yeah. Well, said JD's custom grind. Said Evil Ed, yeah. Yeah, you did one from. You know what? Daddy yeah, you know Mamba. that just brought back a memory, right? <laughs> you know that brought back a memory, right? Evil Ed, you know, right? You see, now we all here. Oh, Evil Ed. <laughs> it used to be. That's why I, I, I don't know if they didn't want me to talk about it or not. Yes, we do. But it used to be a rivalry between Evil Ed and, and, and Brian right here. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, we covered oh, we that. The, yeah, the last yeah, show. Oh, I, I forgot all about it. <laughs> you know? That's a good one, though. Yeah, I forgot all about it. But, you know, now it's a rivalry between these two. Uh, not so much. <laughs> you know? Not so much. They have to, they want to race each other, but they weight is not even. That's the problem right there. They can't really meet in the middle, you know? But they both build similar types of builds. I got both flex over there. Uh-oh. I got both legs. Both legs. And we got our Reyes boxing shit. We'll get, we'll get these guys lined up. I'm trying up. to gain weight so we can race. Remember um, that, Ed? Yeah. yeah. Look, I want to tell you, man, in the spirit of what we're doing. <laughs> Those were the days. Yeah. It sure was. <laughs> what is that chicken? Oh, oh Lord. Chow Main on the house. <laughs> I didn't realize Ed was full of piss and vinegar. I started watching some of those old videos of Ed. Man, yeah. swearing like a, like a yeah, soldier. You know he Ooh. used to be going out of street yeah. pretty fast. You yeah. got that cigarette going. We were running good in the eight. Yeah. You know yeah, what? They did. I think Tim wrote, you wrote Evil Ed Bike before too, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah he so wrote I, it. I showed up at the street races one night on a, on a little, just a little putt-putt mini bike. You know? What kind, Timmy? Oh, I mean, it was like something I just threw together out of a used clone engine that started right. with some kid, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Johnny, yeah. Johnny needed some cash, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> he was in a bind. So I, I pull up on this thing, and uh, and JD's like, "Who is that in that helmet?" And, oh, it's Tim. Hey, we want to put you on Ed's bike. And so they're filming me, and I go, "Yeah, I filmed it." Yeah. Oh, yeah. And bogged I, out. I, my, my pant leg got sucked into the carburetor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of a dud run, but uh, it ran good. I, I, yeah. I turned back around and took it for a spin. That thing always ran good. Yeah. That's when you wanted to go faster. Yeah, eighty-eight hundred. That's exactly that how night. it goes. Eighty-eight hundred. You get RPM. on the bike and you feel the power, and you say, "All right, I need it." No, no, no. The the bad part is when you go back to your bike, and you look at your bike like, oh, "Damn, and this thing is slow." Yeah. <laughs> when you at first the bike was fun and exciting. Well, you remember? You fast, I remember that uh, yeah. very few kids were able to really get like a mini bike. Everybody just wanted them, especially like. From what I remember, um, and the kids that got the mini bikes, they weren't the ones that really, really wanted them or appreciated them. And so their parents would bring them in some shiny little red mini bike with a two and a half fucking horsepower motor, and you knew it was going to happen. That kid was happy for like a half a day, until and then his the second beat him. No, and the <laughs> second day he just realized that thing was just slow as shit. And to your point, you know the deal. It's like I had a three and a half horsepower the first time, and after the second day, it's like. I don't even want to ride it. It's too damn slow. Yeah, all your friends had five horses. Oh, dogging you. <laughs> yeah, the big dogs. Yeah. How are we make it out over there, George? All right, great. This so, is ready to start putting together now. All right, so now what are we going to do? Brian, what's next up here? Uh, I think Part we're going to do the rod, aren't we? Okay. The rod's here. Charles? I need uh, the bearings. Indeed, the bearings are right here. 
What else did we decide to do? You know what we need? We didn't bring any grease. Oh, I got a little bit of... Let me see what I got here. Yeah, just maybe some oil. I just put the piece of that. Oh. When it's hot out, I just... Little OG Kush. Okay, out now. That's that bearing grease, ain't it? The pipe, do whatever you want. It's yeah. <laughs> bad. You don't want this on your finger, uh, but no. you go get it on his finger. It's uh, all right. That, that, that's all I have. I, I, I put yeah, that glove it, on work. when you wipe it. I see. Yeah, you got oh, regular yeah. motor oil. Yeah. I would go that route. No, no, no. That's good for the baron, though. Yeah, yeah. For uh, the the rod baron. No, you asked for grease. Yeah. I, I know. No, that's good for. But that. a good point, Charles. Would you reach around there and grab that mobile oil? I, I want to bring that up because I I typically would just stick whatever I had around you know and i call brian and say hey brian we're gonna do these builds i i've talked to charles too many times today i want to call him up now and ask him about oil what do you use and you were the 530 yeah synthetic that's why do you like the, this particular viscosity obviously the synthetic has its own advantages but why the this viscosity um less drag okay do you guys do you have a preference charles well? See, I always think things differently. Okay. Right? I always say the story, right? I used to beat guys. It doesn't matter what kind of. I see in cart in cart racing, oil is a big thing. You know, they talk about special blends and all yeah. that stuff. But in the end, when you got horsepower, <laughs> you know, I can put baby oil in the engine. Look, I always on. say this. They don't like when I say this. I can put baby oil in the engine okay. and beat you. If you got the power, you got the power. But they have special synthetics supposed to help protect the You're saying that it's all bullshit then, right? I mean, what what they got some oils that is better than the other, but it doesn't matter. If I already got the power, a quarter, a tenth of a horsepower. All right. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> Here, you know, I I mean, as you recall what I mentioned, typically what I do, I use whatever's around. Like, literally. Yeah. Now, you know what? In this competition, see, I'm in the competition. Yes. I hear one oil is better than the other. I want to use the best oil because it's not going to be in my hands. You know, so I understood that oil. I'll tell you. Yeah, let's talk about oil. Where, yes. Where that's going to come into play. Please. And, and I, I, I understand what Charles is saying. However, with the oils, with the special fuels that we're running, it does get into the bottom end of these little screwdriver. engines. Yeah. If you don't have an oil that can handle that mixture, blend with it. it. Will seize and blow up. Yeah, yeah there will be able to mix. That's why we use. There'll be a long-term benefit of using a quality that, oil versus yeah, but it's not necessary. That's the reason why we use. Did you need something, Charles? No, no, no. Okay, great. Um, and with that being said, you could run anything from Mobile One to Royal Purple to Amsoil yeah. to, what, what is the one here? FHS. FHS. Oh, okay. I haven't heard there of it. about Redline? Redline's good. Redline, yeah. Very good. good things about Redline. And, and it will increase the longevity of the engine. Like, well, let me ask yeah. the man who's Whatever, on the I heard that other one, oil y'all had that time. Was the best oil, won the award out of all these other oils. Amsoil. I'm going to have to use that oil. Yeah, oh, you did. Well, they are the official oh, Brad Penn. oil. Oh. See, that's good. I'm glad you that brought was that like up. Third. Talk, what talk about third? good oils. JD, JD burn up a bearing in his 390 running a non-synthetic oil or semi-synthetic oil. Yeah, yeah, semi-synthetic. Yeah. And that, that's a good example of, of why you run better lubricants. Yeah, okay. Plus, you know? it's, I, I, I believe that the... The value of a good oil is that first crank start. First time you're firing it up. Whatever you're going to have as an advantage or a disadvantage, depending on what you use, that, that's critical. You sell so many of these hard parts, Tim, where it's all metal against metal. You've seen and heard the different stories. Is any oil 
made its way up through the Escadaria pipeline and gotten your validation? aside, I, I think that it is a, one of those choices, and, and usually it's one of those things you don't think twice about. You look around and see what you have and put it in there, but I think the gist of it, guys, is like, look, if you're going through all this, you're going to build a cool bike. I don't know about you, but it's like, step up a little bit more, get the decent oil. It's true. Yeah, you know, it's and like, you, last you, you can pinch pennies a, a lot of ways. You know, it's ultimately, it's like, don't sweat the small shit. You know, step up and buy that. It's an extra 4 or $5. So, Especially uh, if you think about the investment of all Yeah. We're talking about a $99 engine that you just put $900 into yeah. yep. to make it fast, and you're not going to spend $10 and a quarter of oil? Yeah, you're not thinking sense. right. So in stage one, it was very basic. Yeah. Uh, removal of the governor, um, uh, essentially letting it breathe a little bit better. Better. Uh, as we start to get into, yeah, the pipe, the in and out breathing part of it, right? Um, the stage two where we'll literally swap out the connecting rod and the bearings will um, we'll take a look at the carburetor install as well as the intake. Um, horsepower wise, what can you see like through a stage two? You know, we talked about maybe a two horsepower gain from six and a half to like eight and a half. What, what would happen as we start to do the the billet rod and the the billet rod and the carburetor? Yeah, you gain probably another three. The carburetor flows a lot. Oh. But the head is still stock, so. So we still now we creeping up to like eleven, are we talking about? Yeah, ten or eleven, something like that. All right, so on the safe side, guys, you may you may have taken your engine up another engine. You put a six and a half with another three and a half horsepower. You could be up with like ten horsepower. And you feel yeah. that power and, difference. And Ed, where or excuse me, Tim, where were we like price wise considering what we did? You know, we know we got about a hundred and change on a pipe. We got another twenty bucks on an air filter. Uh, we've got. Uh, the rod and the carb in the intake. Where are we? A couple hundred dollars, three hundred dollars. Yeah, sixty. Roughly yeah, I mean, sixty bucks for a header. Okay, you get a, a, the whole carb kit. I sell for ninety-five. Okay, the a little bit over a buck and a half. You got the connecting rod and the bearings. Guys, so so for two fifty and change. Yeah. You know now you now you start to give yourself another few horsepower and security. Uh, one of the questions that was asked was. Um, um, benefit disadvantage. Benefit, you get a little bit more horsepower, but as you're bolting on these parts, you're going to get a little bit of a wear out. You know, you get to some point where the hop ups affect the longevity of it. Are we there at stage two? No. We're really not, are we? No. Is it? Okay. Yeah, curious about that. That was a good question we had. I think uh, who was uh, Ruben? Is it Andarte, I believe your name was? You had that question? No questions on the um, Thank you for that. Have, you, have we seen any questions on the Facebook uh, posts? I'll take a peek during the break, and then we'll get to those. Um, while we're getting to our stage two 
and stage three. I wanted to uh, reach out. You know, Ian from CB Minis. Uh, you know Ian. Uh, he was a guest on the podcast with his family. I really like that dude. And his um, his girlfriend, Jennifer Putnam, who's much younger than us, she, she struggled recently with a stroke. And she, she's way too young for that shit That's to happen. Yeah, yeah, so wishing her the best. And uh, there's a GoFundMe account. Um, I like GoFundMe. I'm sick of giving fucking $20 to the guys in front of Ralph's. You know, cause there's nothing wrong with him. Yeah. He's driving like a Jeep. He's got an iPhone. But Groupon, or Groupon, um, GoFundMe, I like that. You know, um, it's directly towards. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't even trust the UNICEFs and all this other shit. They ask you for money. You know, it's like March of Dimes. I don't know where I it's go going. Ralph's and for people are trying to give me money. I just found out the. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm like, what? No, put it back. Thank you. <laughs> Can't figure it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, man. Your look. Uh, is what captures everybody's attention. You know, early on we had these TV show guys following us around. They don't want no shit about me or my story or these stupid mini bikes. They saw it took one look at it. It's like we got a TV show. Yeah. We're well, going to that TV show. We're look, brother, I would take an extra 20 if you could when you're over there. Uh, how you doing on the cigarettes? Are you smoking as much? I'm trying not to. Yeah, you, you look like you lost weight too. I don't know about that. Yeah, you look like you did. You look good. Yeah, usually there's one or two Evil Ed stalkers every podcast. I like Evil Ed. It's like, oh, man. Um, shouting out to some of our friends who uh, put up with us while we're getting into stage two. Uh, we talked well, about our guys yeah. in Detroit, right? Um, there's a couple other ones out there. Well, you, well, I have to talk about Detroit a little bit. Go ahead, Charles. It's like a little feud going with this guy here, Brian, <laughs> and this other guy, Charles Harris. Charles Harris. Yeah. Let's give Charles a shout out just to give him a little. Well, currently, you know, he is the record holder as far right, as yeah. is the, the mini bike drag racing. How fast is he going? Uh, 763. He ran a 765 and a 763 at 85 mile power. Yeah. Damn. Eighth mile. Okay. Big block. Big block. Is it true we don't run quarters because we'll fly off of the things? No. All right. No. The eighth mile <laughs> is actually harder to ride. Yeah. Then, then quarter mile. But I'd rather do eight. All right, so Charles, he, he has the small block Charles and Solo uh, in the midst of a little, what would you call it, online communication? or Yeah, well, because see, I'm going after the record. I have to take down his record. As a builder or a rider? Not as a rider, I'm too big. Yeah, yeah. But like, as I'm a right. builder. Yes. As a builder, yeah. I will continue that because I, I want to talk about that a little bit later on. You know, we had Dave Miller on the podcast. He was our first guest for 2017. And... I'm tired of talking about going 100 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. And I know that there's 100 horsepower bikes out there. I'm not talking about 100 horsepower engines. I'm talking about going 100 miles an hour on a yeah. mini bike. Yeah, I, the problem is dead stop in a quarter a mile. Bike that can probably do it, but nobody wants to go that fast. I understand that, which makes it such a. When you shorten it up to an eighth mile, you cut the mile per hour down. But. You know, it's it seems safer. It's just harder to handle going through the eight. More violent. Yeah. Okay. Well, go ahead. What's going on with Detroit then and Solo well, and Charles? Well, originally, like I said, Charles Harris has two records. I've, I've got not just one. Okay. Two. What is the second one? He got the small block record okay. and the big block record clutch. Got right? It. Now, California has the torque converter 
record. Big Block Torque Converter record. But it's not that Who has many Torque Converter bikes. Dell. Okay. I don't know what's Dell's last Del Torres. Del Torres? Torres. Toros. Yeah. It was that recently? Uh, not too long ago. Exactly. Where did he yeah. lay that down? Recent around here, SoCal? Uh, Bakersfield. Bakersfield. Yeah. Are we, okay? we cool, George? You ready to go? What do we need ready to do? Ready for these studs. All right. So, what do we have here? Uh, Iski, we got some uh, studs. Got some yeah. Studs. Okay. What's the difference with these studs? Uh, a little better clamping. Great. The, uh, the All right. That's the rockers, push rods. Right. Yeah. All right. Here's a stud kit I think you're looking for. Yeah. Great. Well, do you think there'll be that time where someone uh, shits or gets off the pot and we meet halfway and or because? No. See, look. What I was thinking. All right. Because <laughs> I could set it up in, in Tucson. California is so hard to ride at the track. Tucson Dragway. I already no. went there. We can race there. No, no, no. It's still too far for them. I want to drive all the way out there. Oh, you want to go there? All the way. Because, see, they have events where it's a two-day thing. Let's go. You can stay there, camp out at the track. You can ride that Thunderdome. And you can ride all day long. They don't have the same laws like we do in California. They ride in the streets in packs of 20. So who would go? Not the street. I'm talking about the drag strip. No, but you do both. Shit, if we went out there for two days, we're going to be riding on the streets if they are too, right? But I would love that. What if? Well, look. No, it would be like street outlaws. California on this side. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You got to have it like this. Yeah. But we can't go out. Everybody bike got to be fast, though. Well, that's, look. That's all I'm saying. I'm not pointing at nobody. I, I say we go. It, it, here's what I would do. If we did this, if we met up, if if if, if you guys collectively as the insiders formulated the team and who was going, and those guys were responsible for the riders and the bikes, then I'd, I'd, I'd bring all this in. All the sponsor guys, I'd, and we'd get a, a we'd get a, a a van, a truck. We'd get a U-Haul, and we'd we'd get one which would carry all our shit. And then we'd get a we'd get one of those Mercedes Sprinters to carry like twelve of you with with those rocking back chairs. Wait and we hire a driver, so he takes us, and we got some other guy that's driving the truck. And it's a two deal. All the stuff in the rider truck, and all of us in that Mercedes Benz, and we just go. I was getting excited to ride in your jet plane. <laughs> Ed Whoa. has it. Ed's got it for the whole summer. Damn it. Yeah. Well, he booked it, though. Yeah, yeah it's done. Can't it. use that. Well, no, really, the problem is I let Harrison Ford take it, and he fucked it up. He crashed Fuck. it. Oh. Crash landed. It's the second time fucking my plane up. God, I swear, man. He's just, he ain't thinking. Um, yeah, well, Detroit, I, I like the guys, and I, I have an affection uh, to folks in Detroit because I have many good friends there. Uh, mm. uh, Ten, the organization that publishes Roadkill and Motor Trend, a lot of what they do is based out of Detroit. So we've got all those guys back there. Uh, we're kind of heading towards the break, our first break. You know, we break around midway. How are we doing over there, George? Look, looking good? Bottom ends together. Bottom ends together. Um, we wanted to probably talk a little bit about the head before it goes on. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, this is a special head, George, that you uh, put together. Uh, Charles, talk a little bit about what, what we crafted there. This would be like, uh, you see, stage three. Okay. You got to have this, you know, the springs, locks, retainers, aftermarket, valve jobs, stainless steel valves. He actually milled it a little bit. I don't know how much he milled it. How much he milled it? 60,000. 60, to get the compression a little higher. Yep. You know. And that's a couple hundred dollar, $225 
item if they call in or something like that? George? Yeah. Great. You need this, though. You can't just put a cam in. A lot of people are like, yeah, you put the cam in. You know, you can't put the cam in without upgrading the valve frame. When you're you installing the cam, uh, any little tips or tricks when you're mm. dropping that in there? Any do's or don'ts? Now, with, see, with the, <laughs> most of the engines, the mild engines, you run a cast cam. You normally can just put it straight in. Unless the cam is real large, then you might have to clearance the block a little bit. Yeah. You ah, know? Okay, and we don't have to do that, obviously, with this cam selection. No, not with this cam. And again, this cam, uh, what is it, the 310? What is it? The... Daddy Mamba. It's, nice. This, this cam go back, Big, I don't know how many cam years now. It go back after a him. long time. Yeah. He's the guy. He, Tim come up with these crazy names. That's that's what it is, you know. Well, he knows, man. Um Daddy, the uh, MDB, the Daddy Mini Drag Bike Mamba Special. Damn, Charles, look at you. Well, you know, even when I do put, if you just put Daddy Mamba on there, they <laughs> still want to know what is it exactly, right? And I can spend 30 minutes explaining to the people what it is, and then they'll forget the next day. I'm going to close down the, uh, uh, I'll, well, not close it down. I'm going to try to wrap up the deal on Detroit, right? Um, look. Ain't nothing but love on both sides, right? We try to get along with everybody. We're all having a good time out of here. They're yeah, all having a good time. Well, I, I don't know what's going on with, with him, and, him <laughs> and Brian. Oh, that's okay. Just, you know. Yeah, that's okay. Um, Brian's a big boy, and I'm sure Charles is. Otherwise, he better be. But we want to come out there not with our hands up. We want to come up there with our yeah, hands down. It's, you want to have a little it's fun? All, it's all about racing. You want to do that? Then we'll do that. We'll set that up. Otherwise, Calman, you aside, you guys don't want none of this. You don't want what we got out here. No, we like you guys, but, you know, it, it's sunny over here. It's snowing over there. There's a reason. Oh, yeah. All right. So it's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. We're going to take a quick little time out uh, on the official broadcast. But if you want to stick around um, and come back, we'll probably break for about 10, 15 minutes, and we'll wrap up this Predator 6.5 build. Compliments of all these experts here, Charles Mini, Drag Bike Mosley, uh, both Brian and Frank from uh, F&B Racing. We've got Tim from Small Engine Cams. We've got George from GT, and don't forget the hobby end of it. We've got Evil Ed taking handouts over at the Ralphs, and we've uh -huh. got Emmanuel hacking it up behind the, the command board there. We'll see you guys in about uh, 15 minutes. Thanks for listening in. Let's go live.
All right, everybody, welcome back to Joe's Five. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. It's our second podcast for 2017, and we are battling the mosquitoes. I got to tell you, you guys may be battling that snow, but we've battled three or four mosquitoes. It's tough out here, guys. I, I got to tell you. So if you have any sympathy for us, I know I know you guys are battling it, but it's tough out here with all this heat. Now, just rubbing it in, all of our friends in Detroit. Speaking of our friends in Detroit, uh, we've had a couple comments. Um, Carl Mazalowski wants uh, you to know that he's putting some Isky products in his uh, Cheetah, Tim. Uh, Fat-ass Coughlin. Shout out, Tim. All right. Shout out, uh, Tim. Marvin Braxton. Right. Uh, he says, Marvin Detroit's Braxton. here and we hold our own down. Uh, Detroit, the name in itself should hold respect to the minis. Just the icing on the cake. Well, I got your shirt on, Marvin. Yeah. You don't have to get mad about it. You know, I am the, uh, the, the 1982 arm wrestling champion in my division, so don't, don't get me started, Marvin. Uh, Dan Gear says he enjoys listening to you guys talk, but he'd also love to see exactly what they're doing to the engine. More video on the engine. Well, we do have we got live it here. set up. Are, are we not using it enough uh, for you? SS. I'm, I'm on it. SS. Uh, Dan, um, so we, we're going to do that, Dan. Um, it's crazy. Uh, Brad Demoise. Uh, he wants to know where he got the shirt. Well, Brad, I don't know that you can just necessarily ask where my shirts are from. Uh, but I'm going to tell you anyways. It was a gift from a nice guy from uh, Detroit, my buddy Calman Carisi. Hey. In fact, um, I don't know if we can get a shot of that uh, Frankenstein, that laser-cut yeah. piece of metal up there. Uh, yeah, take that down for me, would you? How cool. Thanks, George. Yeah, this was done uh, by Calman, and he sent that to me as well as these cool shirts from me and Ed and... Um, that's where I got the shirt, Brad. So I don't know if I have to be in what some club or something. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put me uh, in the club man. then. I have to keep these glasses on because I can't read anymore. Charles Harris. Um, Charles Harris says good things. Thank you, Charles. Um, uh, Jake Moe listening in. How about it, Jake? Um, good to hear from you, buddy. Uh, I'd love to see you sometime soon. I know that D Racer was out with Jake Moe. And a few other guys riding out. Yeah, in, um, Palmdale. Palmdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know uh, Jake is building a new bike or something. He was selling his old bike. He's got a roper bike. with a little Raptor motor on it. Uh, Dave Miller was giving him some props when Dave was on. Nice. Uh, and Jake's just said something about those guys up there. I love them all, man. Yeah. Jake's I just wish they were cool closer. Dude. You know. Good family man. Uh, yes, I, I think oh. I put one up there, George. Uh, oh yeah. He got so. Let's see here. But we love Detroit. Uh, just in case you guys were confused about what we were saying, we're just having a little bit of fun there. Uh, I don't know. There's, there's just too many questions out there. Uh, all right, we're getting into uh, phase phase three. Uh, what's what's the progression up there, Charles? What's uh, George been up to? Looking like he's about ten minutes away or something, maybe. So what do we we've we've essentially put in the um, oil. We removed the governor. We put in the billet rod. We put in the the light flywheel. We have a carburetor that is rejetted. It's a Makuni 22 that's going to go in. We picked this up over at Small Engine Cams. Look, he even shows up with a damn cable in there for eighty dollars, huh? Please, you know no one's going to put the cable in there. They're going to charge you the extra what? Eight dollars? Iski shows up with the cable. Uh, we've got in and out. We've got the F and B pipes, and like I said before. 
Brian doesn't even want to sell the stage ones, okay? You're just a, you're just a poser. What are you <laughs> going to do with the stage one, all right? We want to go right to stage three, or, or otherwise Brian's going to put you on hold, and he's not going to ask you to get answer your questions about the pipes. Now, Frank will. Frank told us that they come in different sizes, different stages, um, different textures, whether it's raw or polished or chrome. Well, I know they make a drag version. Yeah. Also, yeah, well, no, I got one like, on there, don't I? Do I have a drag? Guys, that's, so, that's yeah. serious yeah. about going faster. The drag version. Oh well, this would be like I used to call it the cruiser pipe, but they don't call it the cruiser. This is more like the universal pipe. It fits like all frames, but the other one is more of a drag style. Yeah. You know, straight back. Uh, there was one that we're showing Charles on the, another Predator that I had back there. Now, what I would have liked to see. Right, because I know he had his engine dyno tested a while ago. Was there a dyno test from one pipe to the other? That's what we were talking about, the RPM difference. But I didn't think you got to do that. No, um, they, yeah, Brad tested uh, the center, the center exit three stage with our drag, our drag style three stage, and there was um, quite a bit of difference. Almost, I, I don't quote me, but I know it was like close to three quarters of a horsepower more. Going to the drag style. Of, that's what I'm saying. With the RPM game. Yeah, I don't remember all those, all those numbers, but you know we mostly talk about mile power, at least out here. If it was say 300 RPM more, yeah, that might be a mile power. Right yeah, there. it's definitely breathing better. <clears throat> Tim, do we got Tim on mic? Guys were asking us where we got some of the parts. I, I'm sorry for those of you who I didn't make it clear. Most of the parts that we have that we're using in this build were made available through small engine cams. Uh, Tim has uh, been talking a little bit, but he hadn't been mic'd during the first part of the podcast, so he's got a microphone in his hand. And one of the questions that was asked was, like, where did we get the intake? So all these parts came to us. And, Tim, again, just give us a little bit of an idea of some of the parts that you brought over for this build, will you? Try to steer them in the direction of billet rod, billet flywheel first. That way they don't blow the block apart, you know. Because when, when those things go, sometimes the whole thing grenades. So I try to tell guys, hey, once you get the billet rod and flywheel in there, now you have a strong foundation. And then from there, start putting the speed parts in there. And the flywheel itself uh, comes with stronger magnets, this billet flywheel. So it's going to throw a stronger spark. And uh, some people report a little bit of a power gain there. Yeah. But it's it's not really known as a power part, but you know more of a you don't want that stock flywheel blowing up and taking your leg out, and killing right? You, you know what I mean? So uh, I guess all the importance of a clutch cover too, guys. Yeah. You ever notice how many guys are still wheeling around oh, with yeah. exposed clutches? So when I was uh, I as a part of a buy I had, I bought a couple of Rutmans and a guy threw in a uh, I think it was a. a one of these new Tecumseh six horsepowers or six and a half. It was the one where the cylinder head was bad. So I replaced the head. I slapped on a clutch. I threw it on the red bike before I put the Clinton on. I fired the bike up, and it stalled, and I, I pull-started that thing. I hit the gas, and that clutch just flew out. Wow. Springs, <laughs> cardboard, <laughs> metal. apart. I had flip-flops on. So... Keep that in mind. Yeah. It's not just the, the performance parts. Killer, right? Oh, yeah. Well, when I saw that photo with the guy's the... foot literally tore off his leg, and it was just a stump, it's like, whoa. So we did, uh, I saw carburetors, and we saw uh, 
the billet rod and we saw everything, the fuel lines, the bearings, everything you brought over. Yeah, so you got a nice little uh, kit here. So we got the foundation of the billet rod flywheel. So uh, we got a Daddy Mamba cam, which uh, is similar to my 310 246, but with uh, MDB's little uh, <laughs> secret tweak to it. Uh, yeah, so hopefully we got, we... we got that cam. We got some heavy duty push rods, some champion rockers. Got a nice uh, BBR built head on there with some bigger valves. Nice F and B pipe and uh, 22 Makuni kit. So, and we said this take about an hour. It's, you know, and we've been bullshitting in yeah. between. It's not as if we've been focused just on uh, building the engine. But as you can see, it's it's like taking shape already. Oh, yeah. Now, what do you guys do? We don't use the, the gas tank typically. I have a couple that I purchased, some of these uh, barrel tanks, Charles. Yeah. I, I get to nice. find the 3 by 8s but I want to give a shout-out to Gerald. Um, LS? Oh, yeah. yeah. LS Customs. You made me a nice, <laughs> oh, yes. real nice Gerald, yeah. uh, I want to give you a shout-out. Um, you know, one, one guy I wanted to mention before I forget is a, a good friend of mine from Toyo Tires, Steve Warner. Steve gives us all that cool stuff for the show. You know how we give all this stuff to the kids, the paddles, and he's been a big supporter. So thank you, Steve, for uh, the support there. Um, I'm sorry, what were we talking about, Charles? You were talking about the gas tanks. What yeah, the gas tanks. Um, I bought like three of those because I couldn't find the three-by-eights, and then I saw Gerald's posts, and he's making some beautiful tanks. Yeah, he so, made me one, put my name on it, and it looked like a... Gun barrel or something. Oh. Man, something. Well, Gerald nice. made that custom tank for the green. It's like a 10 by 4? I think it's 10 by 4. Well, we made it the same size as the Fiberlock product. It was green. Right. It was used on the yeah. Fiberlock bike. And he was just starting off using some of the new machinery that he uses to make that. He did a, a great job. You know, he's been battling his own little issues with some cancer. And cancer, yeah. He's, uh, he's beating the shit out of it so far. So we wish you the best, Gerald. And a big shout-out to you. And any of you listeners out there that want... A really cool custom tank? Let us know and we'll hook you up with Gerald. I also want to give a shout out to Temecula Bob. You noticed this frame when you first rolled in here. So when Frank yeah. rolls in and he notices the frame, uh, great welds on this thing, huh? It's a nice piece. Uh, mm -hmm. So, and if you could, Brian, would you mind uh, just uh, unveiling the, the underneath the, oh. this? Th this is the engine that we're going to put in that little bike. <laughs> Charles, could you mind oh, opening up goodness. that? Yeah, so we, we we can't quite figure out how that that what is that a six hundred six seventy V twin CC V twin. So I, I don't know how we're gonna get it to fit in this thing. So we got to be a Detroit gotta, killer. Yeah, so uh -oh. guys in Detroit, I'm telling you, man, this is the shit that we're up to. So just just saying. So you can put that down. Oh, yeah. I don't want to scare anybody. Because what's it say here? Don't be afraid, Detroit. We well, want to scare them. Nah. We want to scare them with the big engines under there. Um, <laughs> they got plenty of big motors. We um, we have had um, two thousand eighty people join us tonight. I think it's one of our larger podcasts. Thank you for that. I want to thank the folks from Roadkill who made a little mention of the fact that we have this podcast. That's probably where we got two thousand and seven hundred out of the two thousand and eight hundred. So thank you for that. In fact, I hope to have David Freiberger on. Um, Alana, who is our editor. You know, I told you guys earlier that she's a, a big mini bike fan. I was trying to thumb through the magazine to find the mini bike stuff. Ed, maybe you can help me find the mini bike article in here. Um, they have been uh, promoting things. We talked about going out to the drag strip. 
Charles, what's happening? Uh, or Brian, you were talking to me about something happening maybe in, is it Hesperia? Yeah, up in the high desert. They're, Talk about that. Um, they're looking into opening up the old uh, Hesperia airport, drag, uh, airport as a drag strip. So, I mean, that's, there hasn't been any updates on that, but I know there was a big group out there on uh, Sunday looking over the airport and had cones. It looked like they were serious about it. There's an event called Hell on Wheels that Dave Miller talked about where they're already running bikes and you can do whatever you want. He said, you just call them up and tell them you want to run mini bikes. And I, and I actually liked that because I didn't want to have to continue to be the guy leading that. March, you know, I just I wanted to I go. I did that before, hell on wheels. But they're just but running 100 dirt, feet, or is it eight miles? Was it dirt? It was if dirt. they could do an eighth of a mile, that'd be great. Yeah, it's got to be eight. You know, that's all we need. Have, have any luck, Ed? Yeah, page 40. Um, great. Uh, Ed's sifting through the current issue of Roadkill. You know, Roadkill's available. used to only be available at the new, right newsstand. Here. I don't know if you guys remember this torpedo. It was on eBay a wow. long, long time ago, uh, and I bought it. And I, um, I had it as part of the collection. It reminded me of an old rat rod. You know, everything was just kind of cobbled together. It was all rusted out. And I sold it to uh, Alana when she started to get the mini bike fever. And her and a couple of her friends, gals, tore through that with the help of, uh, I think, Alana's husband. And they rebuilt the whole thing, the whole engine, the whole bike. The first thing she said after she finished it was too slow. <laughs> so, so she knows her stuff. And, and she, was, she was on our podcast before. Look at that stuff. Just great stuff. Yeah. And anything that promotes mini bikes, especially in this format, in this cool of a magazine, yeah. this is great stuff for us. It's great stuff for all of us. So thank you, Roadkill, for continuing to promote the whole mini bike craze. Uh, these magazines are available on your newsstand now, and you can subscribe to them now. In fact, all the blowout cards, you know, when you open up a magazine, all this stuff flies out. Yeah. yeah. So now instead of $10 for a copy, because it only comes out uh, four times a year, it's a quarterly, you can get it for half price which is a pretty good deal. Uh, I got a little love in there also, too. You can go through it and find it if you like. In fact, if you like a copy of Roadkill, send me a, send me a note, and I'll send you one while I can. And no, I don't have any friggin' T-shirts. Um, congratulations. We talked about Kalman. Uh, can I he, get my free pipe? Yeah, you'll get the free pipe. You and the guy from Palmdale. We talked about Jen, who was recovering. Um, I want to recognize uh, Christine, who is uh, Emmanuel's wife, who has... Uh, been dealing with uh, issues uh, with her scleroderma. She's celebrating five-year milestone today, and we're shooting for the next five and the next five and the next five. And Emmanuel, I want to wish Christine as well as you and the kids. I know that um, your daughter was celebrating her little birthday with that friggin' jump tent. It was. You can still hear him screaming. I saw the guy setting up the jump tent. I said, like, how much for the jump tent? He said, $300. I said, I'll give you $500 to get this freaking thing out of here. He's like, no, I can't do it. I said, all right, I'll play along. So I jumped in the jump tent until they kicked me out. I want to, um, you know, Lent is here. That's why I'm not drinking beer. I wasn't dumb enough to give up everything, so I still have a little tequila. But I gave up drinking beer for Lent, and I know some folks have been giving up smoking. It's awesome. That's good. For Lent. Um, so, um, my, I have some, uh, relatives that have given up smoking, uh, my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law. So congratulations to them for the good effort. That'll, that'll be only good things. Uh, some shout outs, Shane Fuller, Rat Goner, Curtis, Kersey, Dan Smuxta, Susan Curry, Ron Jones, Corona Irving, Todd Cahoe, LaDon Bird, 
Lil Nate Jackson, Bill Freeman, Neck. I know Susan. Neck. Is, neck. Yeah, everybody he was knows just telling neck. me to add more nitro. Yeah. 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 We got into a little thing about that. He loves that. Neck, neck reached out because I went to I went to Pomona. Me and uh, Peter from SEMA rolled out to Pomona. And we hadn't been in a little while. In fact, Peter had never been to Pomona. Imagine going to Pomona for the first freaking time. He wanted to buy everything. I, I had to tackle. I was like, no. But we went and we saw. You know, the Swami? You talking about the Swami? We went to Pomona Swami. Oh, we man. saw Paul. Huge, man. We saw Paul, it's who huge. was at Max, selling yeah. the little frames. We saw Matt. We yeah, saw Matt uh, Don. And then we saw, we saw the $1,200 mini bike guy. Is Everything's twelve hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. People were running That's how I first from... met Mac at the at the uh, Swami. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, that was uh, like years oh, ago. Man, that was like at least fifteen years ago or something. When I first moved yeah, here and went there, I went back every time I could. The the problem is that at the time I really didn't have a dependable car to know if I was going to get there and back, <laughs> and I didn't have the extra fourth five hundred dollars if you saw something, or let alone four or five thousand if you wanted to buy it. I didn't have that, so it really. As much as I like going, it sucked because I didn't have I didn't have the means to do anything. Yeah. Now you kind of do, but kind of a waste of waste of. So go once trip. every few years instead of once every every or a few times every month. But we went and had a good time. Saw all the mini bike nuts out there. Um, I was looking at that small micro that he purchased from Temecula Bob, and they're putting in those three horsepower Predators, which fit perfectly in there. Yeah. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go that route. I'm gonna, and I didn't realize it, but you can't buy them in California. You know, if you can possibly get one of those takeoff engines from the Dudabug, it's like a 2.8, something like that. Yeah, it's a 2.5 horse. horse. Yeah. That will fit right up in But that yeah. three-horsepower Predator fits in there great. Yeah. You can get one of those takeoff uh, yeah. Dudabug engines, like three, almost. Okay. Yeah. So now, what they do uh, with them. here we are. Uh, we're kind of like final assembly, huh? Yeah. So we'll do a little recap for us, can you, Charles? Well, we got a fuel pump, carb intake, three-stage headers, studs. You don't really necessarily have to have. We would have used the stock bolts, but, you know, studs is like a nice touch from Tim. Great. Yeah. You know? Yep. And so, uh, you know, we got studs. It, the whole head, the whole engine is studded, actually. So it Yeah, nice like little, a little touch on that, huh? like a little power. Great. It should be a little... Poppy, you know, yeah. you like um, to call it, but what do we want to do on a tank? What do you want to set up? Want to use a stock one on a little uh, tank? I got one in a box. Uh, there's one right behind you. I got a couple little boxes of parts. Let me see if I can help out here. Right there. Uh, yo, yo, yo. half of it 16 ounces yeah 16 ounces <clears throat> how about a tank oh yeah see this see that's how i gotta have it well, yeah. you can just go and get you a tank that it is like these here's some nice little tanks right here yeah i don't think they gave us the right one nope we need a threaded one so how about this It's a big cap. Yeah. yeah. Charles, when we're talking about this stage three, uh, where are we going to be now horsepower? We, we climbed up to almost 10 oh, horsepower. Oh, yeah, now we over doubled. We're going to be about 
two and a half times. Yeah, we're going to be up there. 13, we're be 13 a, and a half, 14. Nah, with the cam, all that stuff, it's an easy 16, 17. It's up there. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's up there now. So where, where do you think we'll end up, horsepower-wise? An uh, easy 16, 17, somewhere around there. Okay. So we graduated from stage one. We grabbed a couple horsepower with a couple little items. A pipe, removed the governor, a little air filter. We went on to stage two. We included things like billet rods. We put a new carburetor on there. We rejetted it. Uh, obviously, the new bearings went with a connecting rod. We had a head that was installed in stage three. Uh, we also included a, uh, a lighter flywheel. Fuel pump. Fuel pump. What am I missing, Timmy? We just need oil, pretty much. So we got some oil. We got some oil. We got some gas behind you. Hey, Ed, I wonder if you would help me with a little announcement we have here. Sure. Yeah, that's it. You guys want to start that on the table? Or out in the driveway? Oh, we'll start right in here. Oh, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we are. There's a couple of things we want to do. So... As we uh, lubricate this baby, uh, one of the one of the highlights of the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion each year is not only the giveaway. In fact, we had a, an F and B giveaway that we had last year. But one of the big things, at least in my mind, is the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame has been something that it's grown in uh, prestige and popularity, and it's almost now like wow, there's a lot of people doing a lot of good things in this industry. It's tough to find people that um, you want to recognize over others. Uh, and you had just asked about the date, Tim, and I have to wait six months typically before my date uh, is announced, and it's usually in October. So around March, I'll be able to announce the date of what will be our sixth annual Joe's Mini Bike Reunion here in La Crescenta. So six years has gone by pretty quick. Yeah. One of the things that I love the most is the Hall of Fame. And I'm looking at a Hall of Famer here and a Hall of Famer here, and I'm happy to say that uh, we've. I'm looking at two other Hall of Famers right here in front of me right now, Brian... And Frank, uh, you are uh, nominated to the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Fame for 2017. I'm going to give you a little head start on the hats. You see the custom Hall of Fame hats there? Uh, this is in recognition of uh, not only um, all the efforts that you've made, but the reputations that you've made on your own, uh, the work that you've done with the bikes, the work that you've done with the pipes, the work that you've done racing, the work that you've done talking shit and being who you are. <laughs> Uh, uh, I love everything about that. I, I love uh, the time that I've had uh, not only meeting you guys but spending with you. I couldn't think of two guys, really, obviously, that I would have wanted to put into the Hall of Fame, and I talked to Ed about it as well. So congratulations, and we'll have a little bit more of a formal ceremony for you um, in October sometime. But welcome to the Hall of Fame, Brian and Frank. Well, thank you. Yep, congratulations, man. Good stuff. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Plus, I had the two extra hats laying around, too, right, Ed? Didn't you? Yeah. It's like them giving you money over at the yeah, give them to Frank. Yeah, it's like, fuck, give it to Ed. I have a little, have a little history right, with Brian. We was the only two back in the day that was in the mini bikes on the Carton website. So it was like 99.9999% against you two. And, and then you two got two mini bike guys. Yeah, well, I remember then. some of those stories when we first talked about it. And, you know, in the, in the root of every good rivalry is a lot of mutual admiration. 
and probably a little bit of jealousy, huh. a little bit. You know, there's all that stuff mixed up. That's nothing. That's like nitro inside of our motor, man. That's what fuels us, and, yeah. and it's all good. Look at us. There's, we're all cramped into this 20 by 20 garage. So obviously we're all benefited from um, all the fun times we had, good and bad, right? So we got this little tank here. Uh, I've got some C-clamps on there if you just want to C-clamp it on there. Yeah, we just hold it up and fire it up. Yeah, we, oh, hell, we got a zip tie right there. One zip tie right for you. There's one right where my tools are. Just hold it, Charles. We got one right for you. I knew it. vibrate too much. I got a C-clamp, too. somebody's holding it. There we go. Let's try this. So, uh, financially, we went from, shit, $99 to a couple hundred bucks with Tim, and we were done with stage one. Stage two, we got to about maybe 300 bucks, and we went from six and a half horsepower to almost 10 horsepower. In total, including the engine and the parts, including the pipe, stage three got us to... 500 bucks and change, Ed. Yep. $500 got us from 6 horsepower to, to almost 16, did you say, Charles? Yeah, 16. Yeah, easy 16. Easy. You know, with this kid. So, so that's, that's where we've gone. Now, Charles, our plan was to stick some oil and some gas into this thing and fire it up. We've got a little mock gas tank there. Yeah, we're trying to figure out how to mock the gas tank up. Okay. That's what we talked about. And that is, that's not too bad of a deal. And making we, about approximately 16, 17 horsepower. Yeah. All right. So now when you do that, you don't want to put some four-inch tires on there from Craigslist, right? By the time you get yourself some nice wheels, probably like a six-inch wheel, some decent tires, and there's a lot of decent tires out there, um, you then have to get some other things, basics, a seat, uh, some grips, a uh, throttle assembly, um, I don't know, depending on what else you decided to do, you're, you're pretty much there. We talked about frames, you know, frames are getting up there in price. Guys, when you want a really cool bike where it's a modified engine and an older brand bike like a Bonanza or a Taco, uh, or for that matter, a little Indian, and then you get all the little ancillary items, your mini bike's a couple thousand bucks and change. Yes, one that you could, you, Tim, one that, that you can bring out. It shows some signs of hot rod. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's got, it's got a, a quality look to it. It's a couple thousand dollar commitment. Not that bad of a deal. Not, Not that bad of a deal to have something so cool as this, something nostalgia, something from the 60s, something from the 70s. And guys, when you consider the power plant and how important it is, that's a, that's a pretty good value. Seven, eight hundred bucks. Doing it up. You know, Joe, a couple things that some people always overlook when it comes to the mini bikes and going fast and spending all this money here and making this motor as fast as it's going to be. The uh, 
the brakes become a real important factor on the bikes. Without a doubt. That's one of the things that I was that, that I wanted to talk to you about with our frames is that I don't put scrub brakes in anything. I'll either put a, a, a band brake or a drum I love the band brakes. Or a disc brake because going fast, you need to be able to stop. I yep. can't tell you how many people haven't been able to stop at the end of the street. Yep. And that's when somebody really gets hurt because you're going fast. Good point, Frank. Stop. Good Good point. Yeah. Uh, I like the clutch brakes. I inherited one on a, a couple of Rutmans that I brought. I'm going to put a clutch brake on this. Drum brakes, what do you do when you get a flat tire? You know? Mm -hmm. Or... Uh, <laughs> Uh, scrub brakes. Uh, yeah, scrub brakes. I'm sorry. Uh, disc brakes. I love that setup that we did on this. Ultimately, I think that's the way to go. Yeah. Not really set up for everybody. How are we looking? He's ready. Need fuel. Need fuel uh, George, first of all, I want to thank you for an awesome job as yeah. always. That's why you're here. Guys, if you want to get your engine done the right time, the first time, check him out. George, how can folks get a hold of you? What's the Instagram information? Okay. What's your phone number? Do you know? Guys, I don't. I don't know mine. Like I, everything's automatic on my phone. Somebody asked me to say, I have no idea what my phone number is. 323-684-6673. Give him a call. You're usually not there. You're worse than getting a hold of friggin' Tim. Mm. Now, who do I get? Is it Rafa that I get instead of you? I think you hit up Rafa. Yeah. All right. So there's a guy out here who wants you to finish his bike for him. And he's been, he's been asking very nice. His name is Jack Boyd. So if he called up, get back to him. Yeah. And I tell all these guys, look, I have no problem sending to my buddies. They're all going to charge you double. Huh. Uh, Charles, how can folks get a hold of you? I know oh, you're. I gave my number out, I think, uh, before. Yeah, but you know. But they want. I, wanted to say, I wanted to talk about the challenge. Yes, and we're going to close on that. Uh, oh, okay. What Charles is alluding to is there's an upcoming engine building challenge. And it has been the talk. In fact, it was a big part of the podcast we talked about, which included Brian as well. These, these engine-building opportunities, uh, and there's a lot of guys that talk the talk, but very few of them actually submit an engine for consideration and for the competition. But Charles has been involved in it for a long, long time, and he's been uh, a winner for that competition. But ultimately, uh, although I don't think this engine's going to quite have what it takes to, to win the competition, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Let's fire this one up first. Um, and Charles, where can folks get a hold of you just quickly? Uh, normally on Facebook. Most people send me a message or whatever, or uh, they call me. Normally I don't give my number out. Yeah. So on Facebook. People be calling me up all day long. I've man. read some of the posts, man. Yeah, but uh, mostly just inbox me. Mini drag bike. You can find me on Facebook. All right. Uh, Brian and Frank, how about you guys? Straight through the F&B Racing um, Facebook page. Inbox Great. us there. Awesome. Um, Tim, smallenginecams.com, uh, or is that how it works? Yeah, uh, email timnisky at smallenginecams.com. Uh, call me at 310-769-6880. Talk in the microphone. Oh, if I don't, if I don't pick give that up, number I again. have an answering machine. <laughs> just give the number again, Tim. I'm always behind. Tim had a microphone. He just didn't have it up to 310 310-769-6880. Tim, I want to thank you for supplying all the products and yes, the good discount that I got. And, guys, if you'd like to take advantage of the discounts that are available, just tell Tim you're calling for your Joe's Mini Bike Reunion discount. Uh, if their order is under $100, like, give the guy a break, will you? Um, Evil Ed, what do you think about the how-to format? I like it. Yeah, yeah. You know, we got let's the right guys doing it. Let's see if this thing starts. Yeah, let's yeah. check it out, and then let's talk a little bit about Did the upcoming. We got gas. We got gas. It's in the tank back there. 
Hey, Joe. Yes. I just wanted to touch real quick. Um, Certainly. Also, another way to get a hold of us, you can go on to the, the website, f, f, um, fbminibikes.com. Yep. Or you can contact me directly. Um, you can text me. My number is 909-721-0800. So that way you guys can get a hold of me more directly. If I don't answer you right away, I will get back to you, but you can leave a voicemail or text me down. Yep. Let's get this thing fired up. Um, we're going to start this thing up. And thank everybody for listening. We appreciate you staying up. Todd Cahill joined us. Good to hear from you, Todd. My yeah, main man, cool. Dane Walton. Uh, Jake, you had a question earlier. I know you want us to start this thing so you can go to bed. Uh, I don't know what your question was earlier, but I must may have missed it, Jake. If you could, send it to me again. Uh, I want to thank everybody from the East Coast who tuned in. You're just a bunch of guys in the garage having a good time. We're not trying to be professional or anything. That would blow our whole cool. Um... Ed, we got to build a bike. That's what we got to do. Uh, Frank, you're going to take home that V-twin. And I was in the shower, and I, and I already have the bike figured out. It's going to be called Big Boy. Like something that Bob, that, you know that big thing in front of Bob's Big Boy? It's like if that fucker wanted to ride a mini bike. <laughs> it's going to be big. You know those big things these people ride on the ocean now? Yeah. All right, we're going to do a mini bike version of that. A jumbo big, trike. Big, big floater big tires, Terra float wheel. tires, that big engine, a big frame. I don't want a ladder to get up there, but I want to be able, I need to get boosted up on this thing. Big, big. I don't want to quite build the world's biggest mini bike, but I want to build a very big, simple mini bike. That's what we're going to do. Now, I don't even know if your car is big enough to take this home, so I may have to get my friends from UPS to ship this off to you. Maybe. Yeah, uh, but uh, we're hoping to see you uh, back on the podcast again. In fact, I still think we need to do that roundtable. I want to do it over the holidays. Uh, guys, let's. Um, are we almost ready to fire this baby up? We got a little gas in there? A little Petro? Oh. This is uh, Petro from uh, Rocket Brand Racing Fuels. Wow. Good friend of mine, Rocket Good Brand. Good stuff. I want to thank those guys. Um, I want to give a nice shout-out to um, my wife, Linda, who's in there listening, uh, as well as Denise is inside there as well. I want to uh, give a shout-out to my daughter and uh, Dave, who probably left by now knowing them. There's some local guys, uh, Jonah and Toby uh, McCaslin. Um, my cousin Eddie for hooking me up with the engine from Arizona. I had to make the Arizona connection. He's got to go buy me a couple other ones. Uh, Bob Swerzik, an old upstate New Yorker. Uh, I want to say hi to um, my cousin Steve, my niece Miranda, my nephew Joey, and all those guys back there. My sister Gigi. I'm missing a few people. Marv, are you out there? Jeff Delin. Jeff Delin, the former general manager of Hot Rod Magazine and a Joe's Mini Bike Reunion fan. He's moved over to Arizona to work at Bulletproof Diesel. Big shout out to you, Jeff. I smell gas. Yeah, I think she's ready. Yeah. Charles had the tacos. Oh, that guess. Um, all right, let's. Um, how are we going to do this now? Oh, that'd be Charles. I can hold it. Yeah. You want to start it? But you got to. Somebody got to choke it while. Yep, Brian's going to choke it. Um, Tim, you hit the. Uh, uh, no, here's the deal. Tim's going to shoot the video. Ed, you pull the throttle. Look at this. 
Um, hold this, bro. That way I'll bump start it. No, I, I say we... Don't try this at home. No, I, I say we keep the garage shut. <laughs> let's, let's... This is the part... Right, hold on, guys. You're in front of the right cameras. Here. Let's let's e position everybody so... It. You got to bump yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to bump it. Choke. <laughs> I ain't doing shit. Here we go, folks. Five, four... All right, a little idle adjustment. This is the fun shit, isn't it? Who else is doing this on a Wednesday night? Come on. We're going to bring the idle down just a little bit. That's a good sound. That's just a little fire. Always up. a little fine tuning. Oh, that's good. So what are we doing? A little carburetor or idle adjustment? Yeah. What do we do? Tune it down a little bit? Yeah, we just idle it down. Don't forget, folks, we rejetted this thing. Alright, one, two, three. How's that for a Wednesday night? I have two three-pound Yorkshire Terriers that are probably going to have to pull off the ceiling right now. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know what happened. Oh, man. Got a nice little buzz there. It's nice. Yeah. Nitro buzz. That's like Sunday at Pomona. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have one of those fucking turkey legs. Some more oh, Budweiser. That's pretty smelling fuel. Well, I want to say, guys, I'm not surprised it started like it did. It sounds awesome. We've got essentially a 16-horsepower, $700 investment. Uh now, granted, and I'm taking a lot of things for granted, this was put together in about an hour and change by some of the top guys in our sport, so keep that in mind. Suffice it to say that I tried to attempt to do this. It may take a little bit longer, Ed. It Maybe may an hour longer. <laughs> well, but uh, guys, so now we, we essentially have it. Let's talk a little bit about the upcoming engine contest, Charles. Oh, okay. Well, it's not a coincidence we have these three you know, us three up here. Now you you're know. talking about yourself, Solo Me, and George. F&B, Brian, and uh, George from GTs. Yes. We all plan on being in the engine building challenge to represent, like, the West Coast. Okay. You know. Str three strong so contestants right it's there. It's a better chance of somebody from the West Coast winning with more entries, of course. Without a doubt. Yeah, I was just lucky enough to win, you know, being the only one. But now, you know, so they stepped up to be in it. So will you guys work in concert with each other where you still maintain that independence no nah, it's completely independent yeah it's, independent. <laughs> it's completely in 
He doing his own build. He doing his own. I plan on going to own. beat both these guys. So. Yeah. No, my no, goal no, is no, to no. beat everybody. Okay. Right? And be number one. But, but but if somebody from the West Coast do happen to win, you know, I still like that also. So yeah. talk to us about the competition, the who, what, where, when, and why. Wait, what is it? It's supposed to be uh, November. November. What's the name something? of it, guys? Uh, small engines building challenge, challenge or something. And what's like the gentleman's that? name who puts it on? Brad, Brad Hill. Hill. Okay, yeah. and we're, it, Brad's got his own website. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He got his own website. The 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 rules to it is pretty much a uh, three ten cc or less small block base. You're not allowed to have a bill ahead and you run on a uh, methanol. Okay. You know? Now that's what we had to talk about running on alcohol methanol. That would be like. Stage four or something, maybe. Yes. Yeah. This Some stage, three, the next stage will be maybe methanol. Okay. And methanol is like a 15% increase in power. But the... Um, what will win that competition? What, what will the horsepower be that wins that competition? That's going to have question. to be probably a max of 35 horsepower or something. Well, look, I think... What did you run on the dyno at Joe's last year? 29.9, no, 7.3 or something. That's the drive yeah, that's, so that's at the wheel. Well, at the crank, yeah, I would have, I would have, but see, that engine wouldn't be allowed because okay. the head was billet. You can't have, you can't have Yeah, this head. challenge is all cast. It's all cast. So where are you guys in terms of the competition? Have you already started your projects? You're halfway through them? I see a lot of stuff I that you're doing. I started on my head. Yeah. Yeah. I'm started on my head, but the block and stuff is pretty much standard because you're still limited to how big you can possibly go. So the block is pretty much standard. We all will pretty much have about the same size engine, you know. But the heads is going to be different. The carbs, the cams. You got a bunch of goodies in recently. What did know? you just take in? Um, the last piece to my puzzle for my build. Picked up some gauge rockers, so I'm going to go that route. I'm I've, running gauge too. Yeah. So what about it's the, the best silent assassin back there? Well, we got that in console. We all running gauge. Like George is sitting back there, like. You know? yeah. Gay's uh -huh. got the new black venom. You the got black venom. Black venoms are the best. You yeah. Got the black venom? What is it about? What is it about? Everybody uh, got black venoms. <laughs> what is it about? We, yeah. we know the deal with you. I, I think our fans know the deal with Brian and Frank and F and B. What's the deal with George? What, what is it that George brings to that party that others don't? Well, George, he he's the local guy champion. As far as the small engine drag racing in L.A. He's the local champ out here. As far as he don't race himself, but he built the engines that win in the events out George, here. what was your first bike? What was it? Do you remember? Nah, I had a no, Joe's. Joe's oh, like a homemade Joe's bike? It, what kind of engine? Do you remember? A seven horsepower. All right. Subaru. What is seven? Started yeah. with oh, the seven. Subaru, yeah. See, yeah, he, he already big. I love the Subaru. He already big. George, already. when is it about mini bikes that, that, that really do it for you? With all the other things, the cars and the motorcycles and everything else, why mini bikes? I don't know. It's just like something I like to do. Yeah. Church. It's just because it, it, you did it when you were young? Is that what it is? I mean, you made it into a business. I, mean, I used to see people, you know, riding them, and I wanted to ride it, but then at the same time, my dad never used to let me ride them. Because, you know, yeah. then I started, like, you know, getting my money together, started buying something, started buying it slowly. So I started building it, you know, started riding around. I fell a couple of times. I went to the hospital, you know, got <laughs> scars and everything. Sure. You know? <laughs> yeah, but this last time, the last time I fell, you know, I tried to ride my bike the last time. I just fear, like, you know, like, I'm yeah, kind of scared. Yeah. Like, you know, I was kind of scared. It's a fear come over. Sure, man. Yeah. So, like, you know, since then I haven't, I haven't been riding nothing, you know? So we, I just gear my bike up for a jockey now. 
Okay. Well, you obviously... Well, the bikes, in all fairness, he's not talking about a 7 Subaru. No. If he was to ride a 7 Subaru, he wouldn't He'd have no fear. Yeah, when you start going to the level of making more and more power, the danger of it, you'd be like, this bike is not fun anymore. Because yeah. you get to a point where the bike is not fun anymore. Yeah. I saw that. You might plus. get on this motor here and be like... Plus. Yeah. This fun, this bike is no fun. This is this. I had Tim do the huh? same thing. Tim uh, went and used to have a bike, and he zoom up and down the street real good. And oh, I said, yeah, Tim yeah, is sure. riding pretty good. For How much you weigh, 70. Tim? Tim was like, Oh, I'm about one eighty. Tim, get on this bike. So when I had put Tim on my bike, <laughs> I seen he was out of control, but it was too late. Right? <laughs> I was like, Wait, wait, <laughs> but you know. He was wobbling, but he didn't fall, though. Oh, good. Good, good, good. was the end. What was it, though? The clutch? The bank got on fire. The band. He was trying to hit the brake, and then when it stopped. The Lobo's bike? The brake did feel kind of mushy. Well, anything could happen, man. I was, remember, me and you over at Paul's, and I was driving my Rudman. I come by, I was like, yo, dude, your clutch brake's all off. Remember, my clutch brake exploded over at Paul's, and I was like, dude, your brake's... It's like you don't know sometimes yeah. in the midst of all this. Well, look, guys, we had a great show. I don't know if we missed anything. Uh, shout outs. Go ahead. I don't really have nobody to shout out. We got number I one inside have... there. Oh, you know who you're going to have to get? You're going to have to get uh, Ralph. Yes. You know, pretty yep. much like his yeah, boss. I met Ralph before. This yep. guy got like. Ralph, you're welcome. Uh, we'll shout out cats. to you, Ralph. You're talking about like a collection. He got cats. Papa Smurf, too. Sean. A lot of them. Yeah. Like yeah. You got a lot of cats. I, I had a guy who emailed us, uh, emailed me. Actually, called me on my cell phone. I hate that. I don't know how they do that. It's like, hello. It's like, this is Joe. It's like, fuck. <laughs> it was a mini bike guy looking for cat, and I hooked him up with Sean. And Sean was a pro. Sean, I got the text. I sent it to Sean. Two seconds later, Sean's on him, and so hopefully that works out. How about some shout-outs for you, George? Any? Uh, who did you leave tonight? Who's back at the house? Uh, say hi to Mama or the kids or anybody. Yeah. What's her name? Cynthia, thanks for uh, letting uh, George out of the out of the, 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 the what do we call it the, the playpen tonight. Um, <laughs> what's your week look like? You busy? Got a lot of projects going on in the shop. Mm, nah, not really. That would be a yes, folks. So well, see what he he build every day. This is yeah. what he do. Good. I may do something like once a week, twice. Once a week. Well, thank I you mean, for. for sure. uh, yeah, I don't, I don't do it every day. Thank you for coming out, Rafa. Uh, uh, Brian, uh, Frank, again, congratulations on the Hall of Fame induction. Thanks, Thanks for coming all the way out here. Man, you, you came early, you beat the traffic, but you got you got, you had some fun. You got to ride the Grom, right? Yeah. Yep. Responsive. Nice. Yeah, you jump on the Ducati next time, Frank. You know you know better. Uh, I'll hook up with you guys a little bit later on the build. We thank you for coming. If you want to find out more about picking up a F&B bike or a pipe, you know how to get a hold of them. Iski, Tim, thanks for dropping in. Uh, you know how to get a hold of Iski. Tim, um, we'll look forward to doing some things with you on the podcast and maybe Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Uh, I have a cam that was still available. Uh, Tim gave us a couple camshafts to give out. So um, we're going to give away a camshaft that I still have from Tim. If it fits your bike, great. If not, I'm sure if you can tell Tim what bike you have, we'll swap it out. Um, just uh, send us in... Uh, a response that you watched the email and why you liked it or hated it, and the one that I liked the most, we're going to get an ISKI cam. So thank you for that, Tim. Pick up uh, Roadkill Magazine. Uh, again, we give away uh, two $50 gift certificates from Go Power Sports. The second winner was, um, the first winner was Jack, and then the second winner was uh, Ruben, Ruben Rodardi. You guys are both the winners. E, get better. This is Joe from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, Evil Ed. Thanks for always. Who do you want to have on the show next time? I don't know, maybe. What about Mac? 
Yeah. yeah. How about Mac? Yeah, yeah where's Mac go. at? Yeah. Hey, Richard McGill. Hall of Famer. Let's see if we can get Mac on the show. We'd love to have him. I saw him. Shit, I've seen him twice in the last what two months. I'm getting sick of him. Mac used to be on way before old mini bikes, four cycle, everything. Oh, that was uh, mini doodle. Mini doodle. All right. So That's it all goes downhill right from that. But hey, guys, I remember that one. for all you guys who didn't know if we were going to be able to start this engine, we did. For all yeah. you guys who knew we were going to fire up this engine, thanks for the support. Once again, a big shout out to uh, Jen. Hope you get a little bit better. Emmanuel, thanks for all the great work. D1 Productions, uh, thanks to Pioneer, thanks to CRC, thanks to Roadkill, Joe Sibrigandio, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. We're out. Show.